Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Ruby. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. You are a sex positive educator and you also work with charities. Yeah. Well, I work for one sexual health charity that works with young people, um, but I do loads of work with adults now. So I'm kind of all about pleasure, porn, sex toys, body positivity. So I uh, co-founded a body positive life drawing class with my wonderful friend Rosie. Um, and we it's called Body Love Sketch Club and we have both been life models for like over five years we get naked mm-hmm. all the time uh, and we love it and it's really changed our relationship with our bodies and so we do a class where we pose but also everyone else who comes also poses so, oh nice yeah so so everyone's naked the whole time so at the beginning it's just us naked yeah. and then we we do it in a way where it's really safe it doesn't feel like a competition of like the more positive you are, the more naked you are. Yeah. Um, but there are always some people who pose fully nude. There are always some people who keep all their clothes on and yeah. then people in between. And oh. you like get to keep the drawings that are of you. It's like a really nice, yeah. So that's that's something I'm doing right now that I'm super proud of. Oh, we need to go to that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, and then I just do lots of like events, workshops, panels, writey bits, all about fun mm. sex stuff. How did you get into all this stuff? I've just always been really nosy about sex. Nosy yeah. is the best <laughs> word. That's exactly what it is. It's like, yeah. just just nosy. I just want to know what's going on. Yeah. It's like, oh, hi, we've just met in Tesco's. Do you want to tell me what you'd like deepest, darkest secrets are? Because I'd love to hear them. Um, yeah, I just really like it. I didn't yeah. really realise that being a sex educator could be a job until mm. after I left uni. And when I 
did realize it the penny dropped and I was like oh my fucking god I've been having these conversations for like years Mm. and whenever in like groups we start talking about sex or porn or wanking comes up my ears always prick up and I like want to keep the conversation going (laughs) on forever yeah and And now I found a thing where I can just talk about it all the time and no one thinks I'm a weirdo it's the best I know literally like this podcast is the best job ever yeah well and also I think I love the sex positive community so much because you just meet like you guys as well you meet people and everyone's just a complete nerd for sex yeah like, no one's yeah. chill yeah. when it comes yeah. to talking about sex or dating like everyone is so on it and everyone's so different as well which mm-hmm. is what's so exciting yeah. yeah so what do you think about um the number and like the stigma attached to that i remember being at uni in like my first week and one of my best mates well, like a girl who became one of my best mates uh, told everyone that she slept with a certain number of people mm. and then confessed to me after that she had lied and she'd actually slept with like 25 people and Aww. she was so ashamed and she and so from now on she was like 21 and she said from now on I'm only going to allow myself to sleep with like one person a year oh just so that the God. number what? stays down that would suck which would really suck like imagine if you just pick one person at the start of the year and they were shit and then you were like well I guess I just gotta stick with this person if I wanna like get laid with someone else that's such a strange way of looking at it but that is that is what the stigma does to people it really does and and there's such a different version with young men and young women as well Mm -hmm. like the whole body count thing is a real positive thing Mm -hmm. for lots of young men and some young women as well yeah um I personally have always been really proud of the fact that i've slept with lots of people yeah so i like yeah i lo- i stopped counting when i got to like 40 mm-hmm. uh, and also when you're in like sex party scenarios it's really hard to tell who you had sex with <laughs> <laughs> how could you be like i think i had sex with 10 people last night and maybe it's like how, how do you even but but then also like how do you quantify that like if i'm in a room having sex with someone and there's someone who's like next to me mm-hmm. but i don't like touch their genitals but they're still kind of involved in they're still touching the genitals of someone else i'm touching like (laughs) like, we've all been in sex together Mm. like it still kind of is a a group shared experience yeah so if for me it was really liberating to be like okay goodbye to the number like that no longer matters to me anymore um but I'm like a really happy slut, so it's nice for me to be like. <laughs> but I'm. But I really enjoy that I've made the choice to sleep with lots of people. Yeah. Um, but then I've got mates who have slept with like very few people mm-hmm. and really enjoy that, and that's where they get their empowerment from as well. Yeah. Like I love being naked. That's when I'm most confident. But for some other people, being clothed is the way that they get their power. Yeah. And both of those and like anything in between should be really celebrated and really fine. Fuck Uno. The first fuck. I have a few different first times. Uh, so, cool. because I don't like the idea of virginity, because mm-hmm. it's not very helpful. Like, mm-hmm. there's a first time I had, like, penetrative sex with a penis. Yeah. But actually, I was sexual before that. Uh, yeah. And it's nice to sort of pinpoint all of those different moments. So yeah, really helpful. I was quite a nervous wanker as a teenager. I was brought up in like a completely non-religious environment. There was no like going to hell because of your sexual sins. <laughs> and yet still, as like a 12 year old, when I first started masturbating, I was convinced I was going to hell. Really? And it was like evil and dirty. I wrote, I, I would die with embarrassment if I found them now. But like I wrote in my diaries, like I will not do that evil <gasps> thing again. Like oh my I was really tormented by it. What, why? What? Like, how and why? I don't know. I think I was just so overwhelmed by something feeling that good in my body. Mm. I was like, this has to be bad right yeah, no yeah. Uh, and, and also that no one was talking about it 
Yeah, so no one does. I like again, I had like a sex positive family, but it was not a sex positive family that you would get in 2019. It was one in the early 90s yeah. where you wouldn't talk about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I just I wish that someone had said to me, "You know it's normal if you want to masturbate and like like that's nice because it feels really good." Yeah. Just giving someone the permission to like have a nice time with it is so important. Yeah. So that was I had a kind of weird relationship with solo sex as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I just with myself in general, I don't like I don't know how old you guys were, but I spent my whole teenage years rather than genuinely trying to enjoy myself, just so desperate to be a character on Skins. And oh my god, obsessed by, with skin. And just live a skins life. And I did a pretty fucking good job of being a skins <laughs> wow. character. But then I look back on it and think, I didn't really I didn't have loads of fun, even though it looked fun. Yeah. And I don't actually know how many of those decisions I made genuinely for myself. I was yeah. just so obsessed with like doing the things that you're like breaking the boundaries that you're meant to break. Everyone yeah. was obsessed. With, I was obsessed with that oh, program. It came out at the worst drugs. time for me. Yeah, at the uh, like our age because we because we were. I was like just just too young oh, to do shit. everything on there. Did you ever watch the film Thirteen? Oh yeah. <gasps> oh, I this, was thirteen this... when I watched that. Oh my so god, it was really like life changing for me. So and this I, goes into mm. continuing on my journey of first. Yeah. I didn't realise until literally last year, 2018, that the first sexual experiences I had were with women. Yeah. Because my because in my brain, like I just hadn't considered them a valued thing. Even um. with coming out and like being a happy queer bi lady, I it was like st- I'm still unearthing things of like, oh yeah. That was that was totally a thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like I'm yeah. still I'm still sort of collecting all of those from my past. Um, but I went to a 13th birthday party of a really cool girl in my school <laughs> who has a really cool name, but I won't say it. Um, and we, it was the first evening that I smoked a cigarette. Oh, it was. Yeah, I know. Skins. That's quite Come on. <laughs> it was, it was the first evening that I watched 13. Uh... And then I remember like half of us at the sleepover all rolling around and kissing each other and touching each other. Whoa. And then like not, and Everyone else who was there kind of being there and witnessing it. Yeah. And then it was just never, ever spoken about again. Huh. My actual, I actually had penetrative sex with a penis owner for the first time. Penis owner. When I was 15, mm. uh, his parents didn't know I existed. Oh. And we, I kept my bra stayed on the whole time, which deeply upset me. Mm-hmm. It was like not how it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had sex and it was kind of awkward and weird. And then... We finished having sex and two minutes after his mum called the house phone and he spoke to her and then he was like, yeah, my mum's like five minutes away, so you should probably go. And oh, then shit. and then just like sent me on my way and I walked home and I was like, oh this feels God. fine, right? This feels fine. This is what it's meant. To, it's meant to be really good, right? <laughs> oh, I feel great. This is okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so oh, sad. Yeah, that is no. Did you, you ever speak to him again? Yeah, no. We were like dating. Oh. We'd been together for six months. It was just what? one of those weird teenage relationships mm-hmm. where like he was super they don't hot, understand. but like you do, you don't really have anything in common. You're just like dating because yeah yeah yeah. So that was maybe oh. that's why I focus on all the other ones because that was a bit of yeah, a sad one. That is yeah, sad. but then that that shows that everyone it doesn't have to be this magical wholesome no, virginity so losing experience with sparkles and romance. It doesn't have to be like that. Fuck two. The last fuck. 
So the last time I had sex was two days ago, mm-hmm. which was my anniversary. Oh, oh of what? Um, so me and my partner have been together for a year. Mm-hmm. Cute. Which a year feels a bit lame, like teenage, like, oh my God. <laughs> no, but, it isn't. But it was a really nice thing to celebrate. Like this year's gone so fast and like we're just super into each other yeah like, that's lovely I say celebrate fucking anything like anything to give <laughs> you guys a, a positive experience if it's your fucking yeah. one day anniversary one month anniversary yeah. one year hell yeah if that means you're celebrating each other and yeah. I don't like putting too much pressure on them but what it, it's nice to have an excuse to like go for a nice drink oh, have yeah. a nice evening together exactly. it's not like you need to throw loads of money on it and like stress about it yeah no it. like loads of presents or like whatever but did you get presents? You're looking at me <laughs> we like, like, we did presents. Nah, we made each other cards. We Aww, just did like a little, that's cute. Yeah, that's, little thing. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. it was nice. Uh, but we had some fucking great sex. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And it was yes. one of those things of like, you know that you're going to put the extra effort in for, it's like, yeah. okay, we don't want to let the side down. Like, let's bring it all out. So what happened? So I, so he went down on me for ages, which was just mm. lovely. And something, <laughs> you kind of ebb and flow in sex. And so for a while, yeah. I, ha- I wasn't super into people going down on me and I'm like yeah. just starting to remember how great it is and be like oh okay cool let's, yeah. do, let's just do this loads now um, <laughs> so that happened for a while and then he fucked me and I came and then I fucked him and he came and it was Yay, a lovely, lovely sexual experience that was great so nice. that just sounds like so it sounds so perfect yeah so he fucked you first and then you fucked him yeah. what do you mean by that so I fucked him with a lovely pink dildo which is mm, one of my favorite sex toys i own um have you pegged anyone before no. like done any like anally things on other people no, no oh, i've done anally things rimming. yeah okay I've get a finger things. in there because it's the yeah. fucking best i love prostate shit so much <laughs> i love prostate shit <laughs> I'm, I'm really jealous that i don't have a prostate yeah in it i mean we mm. have a g-spot but it's a very different feeling yeah mm-hmm. i just like that there's like something up in there and i think sometimes i get a bit proud if i sleep with people who haven't had any like prostate stuff before because i'm like i know what i'm doing <laughs> I'm gonna play my mind. um but i just think it's really fun and especially yeah. for people who don't sleep who are like men who don't sleep with men mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's this thing like whole other aspect of their sexuality that they've just not engaged with and not explored and fair enough if it's not your thing but i would recommend everyone to try it like on your own before you do with a partner to see if it's something that you like yeah um but it can be really fun and it's just really i find it deeply like empowering and hot yeah fucking someone's ass like i love it i once had a date where it was just like a i think it was just like okay cupid date or something and (laughs) On the date, the guy told me that he owned a billet vibrator that he used on his prostate, like really randomly mm-hmm. in the first date. And I didn't really know what to think about it at the time because I'd never really, heard, like, I just didn't really know what guys did with their prostate. My worry would be that if he was using it internally, if the bullet didn't have a flared base or something, it's really easy. Once you kind of um, relax an arse enough, like yeah. it will take a lot and it just swallows things up and so it's really important to be safe and not use something that has like no flared base and can just like go up there oh my god guys it's really important i mean you can just put it back out again because i've done i've done that before have you yeah you just i mean it takes a while because you're obviously stressing that you've lost something in your bum but i mean you run the risk of putting it in the toilet and then it's if it's not how long was whatever you put up there in there (laughs) 
I mean, I mean, things will naturally come out, surely, eventually, over time. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. I, I don't think it's a guarantee. Like, I know... Guarantee. I've got a mate, a mate of mine who's a doctor, works oh, in fuck. A&E. This is, like, the most... Other... He's seen lots of people come in who mm-hmm. just have other things like up their asses and need yeah. them taken out yeah. Um, yeah. and like have tried to get them out themselves and can't. Oh, but shit. the most extreme one, and I love this story, is that a guy walked into A&E and he had traveled there on the bus. Uh-huh. He had an entire butternut squash up his ass. Oh, what? My- that's what huge. How? It's so big. It's How? Like headworthy. And he got the bus. Ah, that bit really upsets me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Did it, uh, uh, there must be all sorts of problems after that? I know. Well, maybe there isn't because actually there are toys that are that big, and yeah. you just need to really yeah. ease into it. <laughs> fuck three. The best fuck. Uh, the best sex I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this last night uh, when I was doing a life modeling session Ooh. and I got really turned on. Because <laughs> I was trying, I just, it started, it like, just I ended dripping. up doing like a show reel of like, what, what is, like, what are the best? How, how do I choose this? And then realized it was not the appropriate space to do that. You life modeling at the time, naked. Yeah, you yeah which is a naked legs, space, legs but not a sexual space. Uh, legs closed. I'm a classy lady. Okay, good. Just thinking, like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm not a classy lady, but I wouldn't go, <laughs> I haven't gone like full vag in a life modeling <gasps> class before. Get me there, yeah. I'll go full, full vag. Oh, I will. Do, I, ha- actually, my vag. I have done before, but yeah. in like a, with mates. Oh, yeah. Not like, no, not no. like, hey, you put me for a standard life modeling <laughs> class. <laughs> Say hi to my genitals. <laughs> Watch it grow and pulsate and drip. <laughs> no, they were, they were closed. Um, I said they, like the legs and the labia and the um, non-gendered vagina. Yeah. So I have been lucky and I've had a lot of really good sexual experiences. Uh, One that comes to mind, which was great because Mm -hmm. it was so surprising, was the first time I had sex with my current partner, Uh which is not something I would expect to say. Yeah. Because first, I've always been a huge believer in like first time sex is not good Mm -hmm. when like with a new partner. It can be fine, but you kind of need to get over the hurdle. And then the next time you fuck, it, like you'll know yeah. each other's bodies and it will be cool. What? Um, I mean, I just feel like that's virginity, right? Because we, we have the same thing. Our best experiences are with our long-term partners. Uh-huh. And I think that that's probably what makes it long-term, right? Oh, so what, the first not... time you fucked your partners, you were like, great. Th- that was our, that's my best sex story is the first time I fucked my oh, partner. That, oh, snap. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Well, t- well, all yeah. of us, all three of us, Florence as well. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I was, I thought that I was the odd one out, but I feel no. like really welcomed here. Guys. Yeah, that's Thank my you. best story. <laughs> You're welcome so welcome. Best... <laughs> <laughs> welcome at the same time. I mean, not like a ritual, like some hazing fucking ritual. Welcome to Foxgiven come carry him. I don't, I don't want to be hazed. <laughs> don't make me do I this. I don't know, I don't man. I've got Sabrina anyway, on my mind. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about your time. So it was, I think what was so nice was it was really refreshing to be, I'm all about communicating what you want to do and what you want done to you in sex. Uh, for me personally, I'm super into that in theory, 
But when I get turned on, I actually become quite nonverbal and I can't mm. string a sentence together. Huh. And so it's quite hard Same. for me to then, I'm, I'm working on it a lot more now. And actually yeah. the other day, um, a partner like congratulated me on like, being able to tell them <laughs> what I wanted to do. Um, oh, which feels like so really supportive. primary school level of encouragement. No, that's <laughs> like, well then, you communicated your feelings. <laughs> feelings I'm good with actually. Like I can talk about feelings forever. Um, but I don't expect people to know how my body works straight away in the same mm-hmm. way that I like other people shouldn't expect me to know theirs yeah. but it, what was so refreshing was that my partner we like it was the first date we went on and we went back to his place and then started to have sex and what was so so lovely is that he knows exactly what to do with his hands in terms of making me squirt which on the first time oh like mattress sodden wow yeah are you a natural squirter before then yes i have been only over the last like couple of years have mm-hmm. i got into it more um but a lot of the, i've not been able to make myself squirt before mm-hmm. which i really am looking forward to the moment when i can do that yeah uh but a lot of the time people can be quite nervous about about like going pretty hard inside someone's vagina mm-hmm. yeah. which I understand but actually in order to make me squirt like you need a lot of fucking pressure and a lot of things to be going on in there mm-hmm. for it to happen um, and so it was super nice to like have that experience of some of just someone being like oh you know my body shit okay I'm just gonna like lie back the whole time we were fucking That's I basically so was good. just like lying back I had my hand over my mouth for most of it because I was just like I don't know what to do I'm really surprised <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> um, and we also like rolled around and did lots of other things as well but I think that was like we've had a lot of good sex mm. since then it hasn't like declined <laughs> That's promise. good Just got um, better. Yeah and then yesterday when I was life modeling I had one very vivid image that made me very happy mm-hmm. which was me at a play party I get quite uh, I'm quite greedy sometimes in terms of sex. <laughs> and also like I get a little bit like competitive in a... Okay. In like a kind of like, yeah, I fucking beat you bit away. <laughs> um, and I remember being at this play party last year and there was this fucking super hot girl who was like incredible. And we'd like seen each other at the start and I think in like a smaller intimate play party you kind of meet lots of people and you definitely make eye contact of being like wait <laughs> I'll see you in an hour yeah we're gonna <laughs> I know what's going later. down yeah. um, but there had been a couple there was like one room and there were about like 10-15 people in there and a couple of people had like been going down on her and she was into it but like not she was like fine and all of them were men mm-hmm. and then there was like a little bit of a break from that and some other things were happening and then we started hooking up and mm-hmm. I and it was a sexual experience where like I wasn't touched at all I was just like giving pleasure to someone yeah. and I went down on her and made her come so hard like explosively <laughs> and I just remember being in between her legs and being like all the men before who tried to make her come are watching me do this right now and I am a goddess and everything is great <laughs> so I feel kind of bad because I, I did that for her yeah. but I also kind of did it for me and being like oh, this is a, this is like a really special thing yeah. I'm proud of myself I right own now this room. <laughs> yeah, it was totally that fuck four the worst fuck So I have had a couple of times which have not been very fun worst times. 
but mm. they are in the past now so we don't need to talk about them too much um i've like processed them and i think now i'm in a really good place where like i can talk about sexual assault and like what it's like to be on the other side of that in a positive way rather mm-hmm. than like when it feels really bad yeah you're not a victim you're a survivor yeah exactly mm-hmm. badass survivor warrior lady is kind of how i think of it with oh, me, yeah. which is good yeah um but i have had a couple of funny worst ones mm-hmm. let's go with this one <laughs> i a couple of years ago my one of my best mates was living in prague and i went out to visit her for the weekend and was not expecting to have sex because mm-hmm. she was with a boyfriend and I didn't realize until like right up to the last moment that they had decided that they could kind of be open. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went out and she's very glamorous, quite like high maintenance and like goes out to like fancy clubs. It's not <laughs> something I normally do, but yeah. I put on a pair of heels for her and we went out uh, and then got chatting to these this group of guys and she was chatting loads to the person who was like really, really, really hot. And I remember before I realized that she was in there for herself, I remember sort of being annoyed and being like, why are you like, come on, give this to me. Like, he's super hot. All of his other mates are like, not what I'm looking for. <laughs> come on, hand him over my way. Yeah. Um, and then and then I clocked. I was like, oh, OK. So my best mate is hooking up with one of these guys and I'm staying on her sofa. So either like I could go home on my own but then like they're having very loud sex in a very thin wall like in the other room or I bring back one of the other guys and in the end I was like fuck it I'm just I'm pretty drunk as I am like let's just carry this on Mm -hmm. and so one of the guys came back with me and it was all like really fun and funny and silly and the four of us were like hanging out and having a couple of drinks and then my friend goes to the room next door and Throughout the rest of this encounter, I can hear her having, like, some of the best sex of her life. Oh, my God. She's, like, having a whale of a time. It's all going so well. And then me and this guy are left alone in her, like, kitchen living room. God. And it was it was not awful. Um, one thing that really stuck with me is when we took our clothes off, he had the worst tattoo I've ever seen in my life. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> On what his, was like, it? hip groin area. I don't think she can say. It was big. No, yeah. no. It was big and it was a dragon. But it was, like, the worst. It was such a bad tattoo. Oh, like, you God, can, and like, no. I've got some tattoos that some people might think are pretty shit, but I love them. <laughs> but this, you couldn't look at that and not think it was a shit tattoo. So I was like, God. oh, great. Now I'm just feeling, like, more ashamed of myself. And then we had, like, sloppy, sloppy, drunk, shitty sex, like, trying to be a bit porny, which I'm never super into, especially on a one-night stand. I was like, come on. I'm not into, like, fucking you on a kitchen table, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, No chemistry. No. And then we... And then I don't really know how it happened, but we then got into a very heated argument about feminism. What? And the whole time I was like, why are we talking about this? I don't want to do this. And now... And like he, and then suddenly was like, oh, you're not like a fucking feminist, are you? Oh, for God. What, what, what do you mean by that? Hell? Yeah. Were, so then. Were so you then, fucking at the time? When we you was, about we this? were, he was inside me when we started this. No yeah. way. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I kind of got off and we started ha- continuing this like conversation that then turned into a full argument. Jesus. All the time, my mate's <laughs> fucking next door. And then he was like, well, I think that we should stop doing this. And I was like, yeah, I think we should too. Yeah. And then he was like, K, 
can can you wank me off and then I'll go home. Oh my god, the cheek oh of it. Oh my and god, I was like, no, what? Of course Who not. Who is I'm this not, guy? I'm not doing that. And he was like, well, otherwise I'm just gonna go home and wank anyway. And I was like, well, fucking do that. Yeah, like, I'm not. <laughs> what? Would what you actually happening? want a feminist touching his penis anyway? Like fucking hell. <laughs> I know. So oh. I was. I didn't leave that situation feeling particularly bad, but he left, and I was like, why? Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. And why? And this is why I do not hook up with guys in like kind of wanky clubs because yeah. it turns out they're all the wankers worst, <laughs> other than the one that my mate pulled yeah. <laughs> yeah most of them wanky well actually you know it's just people people are wanky that's you true to, you have to find them whether they're in a fancy club or not yeah they could be in a cool club and they could still be wanky that's very true that is true <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. number five the fuck that changed me i love this story and this was this out of all the questions you asked this was the one question that i like didn't have to think about at all because really? i talk about this encounter a lot okay so i when was it it was like two or three years ago mm-hmm. uh it's the summer mm-hmm I love London Pride so much. It's one of my favorite days of the year. Yeah. Every year, like I just have a great time. It's like so many friends, my community, everyone mm-hmm. is just like out to have a good time. This was a really special Pride for good and bad reasons. The bad reasons were that the Orlando shootings had just happened. Mm. And also it was the day after the Brexit vote had been announced. Oh Lord have mercy. Oh, I'm sorry God. to bring that up on this Jeez. podcast because I realize that's the least sexy thing in the world. Um, <laughs> the I know, I'm like yeah. dry, done, nope. Uh, so yeah that so but I think because of that pride happened and everyone came out that day and it was sunny and everyone was like we are gonna fuck all the negative stuff and just have mm-hmm. a whale of a time yeah um, and that was good because it was also my birthday oh Ooh. no way yeah so I was there with lots of mates it was like a really lovely time and then I towards the end of the evening uh, a guy who I was dating came along as well um, and he brought his girlfriend who I'd not met before mm-hmm. um, and I'd known that he was poly this was the first person that I dated who was like poly and non-monogamous and kind of opened my eyes to that being yeah. uh, like possibility for people and ultimately for me um, and so the sex that we had that night was uh, on my birthday on Pride my first threesome and my first time fucking a woman Ooh. and it was I remember it happening and just being like oh this is really good like <laughs> yeah with all the stars aligned to allow me to have this <laughs> and yeah. obviously best birthday ever. yeah best birthday <laughs> ever um it was really nice like having sex with a woman and like that was I mean when I say sex it was sort of I'd had experiences before but this was like the most seal the deal like you fucked a woman 
experience yeah. that I'd had to that point. Um, and that was all amazing and really fun and like lovely to roll around with them. And threesome sex is so different to like two people mm-hmm. sex. Like yeah. a lot of the time I think people mistake what a threesome is meant to be like and that like everyone must be doing something at all times mm-hmm. and like threesome etiquette I could talk about for ages. Um, but the thing that really changed me mm-hmm. was waking up in the morning and being hungover and happy and all like like sex drunk and all these good things. And then the two people who were next to me in bed started having sex. And I (laughs) witnessed these two beautiful people who were so in love with each other having sex. And I was a part of that and also not a part of that. And it Mm. felt like such a huge gift to be able to witness that. And Mm. like, how many times do people genuinely get to say that they've like watched two people having sex or fucking with that intimacy and beauty yeah. not through porn like actually just be there and hold that space with them yeah um and i think that was something that was one of the final pieces of the puzzle for me in terms of non-monogamy and like mm-hmm. understanding how that can work and that it's super beautiful to like watch that and it's super beautiful to like be one of the people who's fucking and other people there like witnessing it, it like it kind of just opened up my boundaries and what i considered yeah. like usual in terms of sex does that make sense yeah that's amazing (laughs) because it's like it's not both looking at me like really stunned (laughs) (laughs) no that's like i've been like preaching profound (laughs) sexual (laughs) i was just like i never never thought that you could have a like Mm. a sexual well it's a sexual experience but you're not part Mm. of that sexual experience it's like you're watching it even though you are a part of it of course you're a part of it yeah yeah and it wasn't even that i was like oh that's so fucking hot i'm gonna like touch myself and be i was just like you two love each other and you look beautiful and i want to watch you loving each other and looking beautiful Mm. and how did it make you like feel seeing that like what what was going through your like mind at that time i think at the very beginning there was like a split second of like oh god i'm not involved in this and this is terrible and they don't want me to be here but then very quickly from the way that it was all communicated in there yeah that's not what it was about it was just like a love we were all like sleepy and cuddly and then that started happening and it just became really natural and organic yeah um and i think i was just really in awe of what was happening Mm -hmm. and then remember walking home and just being like fuck that was really important yeah Yeah. sounds really because it's like non-monogamy is not easy and like polyamory i've tried polyamory before and maybe i will again but for me at the time it was not the right thing to do um, yeah. And it did not end well. Uh, um, relationships but, are complicated anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let alone polyamorous relationships. But I think a, yeah. an error that lots of people go into when they think about non-monogamy is just thinking like it's just polyamory. That's the only option. And what polyamory is is what these like these few books or podcasts tell you it is. And for yeah. lots of people, that works amazingly well and is a really beautiful thing. Um, but I guess I like the word queer because it leaves it up to you to define what that means Mm -hmm. rather than gay, bisexual, like all great terms. Yeah. But queer has a bit of ambiguity to it. Yeah. Or can do. And non-monogamy in the same way can have that ambiguity. So like by identifying as non-monogamous, I get to define what that looks like and and that gets to be a fluid thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just like I'm poly. So I've got like lots of romantic and sexual partners and this is the way it goes. Like my relationship to non-monogamy is different Mm. to anyone else's relationship. For fuck's sake. This week's question from our listeners is, 
I haven't had sex in nearly half a year and most of that was because I started seeing someone I, and I really liked them and I wanted him to wait and he was patient but then he flew away and ghosted me out of nowhere and I really really want to have sex like now I'm gagging now I'm on Tinder and Bumble and can't find anyone worth my pussy. What do I do? Where else can I go? Wow, that confidence is pretty amazing. Yeah. There's a lot going on yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope you're already doing this, but mm-hmm. I would say like just wank a lot as <laughs> as you're doing as you're looking yeah. for this because sometimes you can get kind of like when you start to just think with a dick or a pussy of like oh my god must have sex we'll have sex with anyone who's here like yeah. you you can have sex with yourself and it can be like a cool empowering amazing experience yeah um that might not be the solution for you but it might help you to mm. be more selective or not even selective but just more like honest to what you want yeah like if you're then also looking for other partners yeah i partly chose this question because she mentioned tinder and i saw on your instagram yeah. stories recently you had a little drama with <gasps> tinder thanks for bringing that up <laughs> I, I should be screaming about this all the time tinder's fucking blocked me and i'm really pissed off about what, it why right also the irony of this is that i um, met my current partner on fucking tinder huh and now oh. they've blocked me. So we flew to, flew, we were in New York last year. Mm. Um, and when we got there, we like settled in and we're like, okay, should we change our like dating profile so that they're all photos of the two of us? And then we're just like, no pressure, but we'll see if anyone like wants to hang out while we're here. Yeah. Um, and I used a photo that's really, really cute. That's of me and my partner. And we had a bleaching your pubes and armpits party. Huh. <laughs> Amazing. A couple of months ago. Wouldn't yeah. actually recommend bleaching your pubes. Okay. Oh. The dye washes out really quick and then it just looks like blue rinse. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, um, but the armpits were fun. But so we did that with some friends and then we had enough bleach left to dye my partner's hair. And there's a really nice photo of me, topless, like yeah. dyeing his hair um, and we're both like kind of smiling and looking at each other and it's it's like really cute and tender and yeah. sweet and I've got emojis over my nipples yeah. so it's not naughty yeah. um, but I used that as one of the photos and then Tinder really? blocked me from they it. didn't like it they didn't like it and then this year I tried to get it again and they blocked me again oh for fuck's sake so I'm and the thing that's so sad is that I would be like I'm a fucking brilliant asset to Tinder like <laughs> yeah. I am ethical and really down to fuck and quite slutty like that's what Tinder needs yeah. to satisfy the people on Tinder are people like me and not Stupid fake as well Tinder. and not fake so if you're out there Tinder like invite me fucking back because yeah. I'm really good at Tinder Tinder's like one of my favourite apps yeah um, but, but Tinder, this, this girl can't find anyone on Tinder so I would recommend for this girl mm. don't like download all of the apps if you want to but then find one that suits you and just mm. stick to that rather than hopping from one to another it kind of you need to have a little bit of tunnel vision with that yeah there is an app called pure which is for more casual sex it's designed for like hetero people but it's a little bit more like grinder in mm. the sort of like casual sex thing so if you want to if what you want is to like have sex and it be no strings yeah have a look at that and see if you like it mm. um and then have a look at other apps because there are different people on all of them but do just pick one and be honest about what it is that you're looking for mm-hmm. and that might be like i want to fuck you once and i don't want to speak to you again yeah but maybe don't say it in those words um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh it might be like i'm down for like dating but i'm not looking for anything serious like 
find what you want and yeah. then word it in a way that's like uh, palatable for that app, but without lying about yourself. Yeah. It could also be that this girl might be coming on too strong. I've yeah, done it in the maybe. past mm. where I've just been really honest and I just want to fuck and it's scared a lot of people mm. away and it could could scare away some men if they are genuinely looking for something more than yeah. a fuck or you know men the majority of men enjoy a chase and they want to you know chase after you and and they want it to be a little bit like oh she's a bit cooler than me she's not replying because it's exciting and girls like that as well but yeah you know we do like yeah. a bit more comfort it's just sod's law as well isn't it that when you really want something you're not gonna find it yeah yeah and it's it just ha- it happens that way all the time when you're not looking for it you'll find loads of sex yeah but when you really want sex you're not gonna find it anywhere yeah, that's true. It's, it's focusing your attention on anything if you are obsessing about it and focusing you're counting down the days like that every day you don't have sex rather than just being like oh a week's gone past or oh a month's gone past it's not a big deal especially if you're that horny as well and all you can think about is fucking that would be like yeah i'd say do like be selective but continue with dating apps because i think that's a really good way to like get laid get a date whatever and also being like there is some privilege there in that for the majority of women it is easier getting a date and getting laid on dating apps but then at the same time really invest in like invest in time maybe even financially in the solo sex you're having so like treat yourself and if you have if you're able to uh like invest in a toy that you've wanted or that you've been curious about or Mm -hmm. like have a have a think about ways that you would like to change or like alter the way that you masturbate and think about sort of that being something exciting not that being something that's like oh god i'll do this until i have sex Mm -hmm. with a real person Mm -hmm. really good advice Fucking hell. So to round up the show, we always ask our listeners, what is their worst story? And we have a little discussion about it. Florence, hit that shit. Okay, today it is. It's a short one. I was having beautiful, passionate, lovely sex when a guy asked if he could come in my ear. And then there's a lot of like emojis. He must have an ear fetish. I, I get people asking me for ear picks. Ear picks. Really? Yeah. Let's see your ears. They're massive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that reach has got massive ears. I got massive. You've got, you've got nice ears. Thank you. I used to hate my ears when I was younger. I'd kind of be into doing foot fetish stuff at some point because oh, I think yeah. I'm a bit tickly, but I could overcome it. But I think I've got quite nice feet. Mm. Um, but ears, <laughs> I'm not sure. Feet. Like all about feet. I, I, no, I'm I'm into people being into my feet as well. Um, I'm into all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm even into guys' feet at this moment. But ears, nice. But what about ears? What, okay, yeah, ears. ears. <laughs> right. My first of all, I'm going health and safety. Like surely, come into ear. Isn't like come travels good. fast. Come can tra- like ejaculation can be like up to. 27 to 30 miles an hour whoa you'd have an ear block and it's all sticky and like how yeah, do you get that, that doesn't out? come out like water does oh. you'd have to shower and like rinse your oh. ear. the thing is we shouldn't shame this person for having an ear fetish it's just no. the way he did it 
was probably or she or whoever well more like uh-huh. more likely a man because if he's ejaculating <laughs> into it, it's quite hard for a woman um, um i would be you know what though that's so true though because i if you if that was a story when it was like can i squirt in your ear i'd be like oh that's hot yeah really i think it, so i feel like you have to prep though maybe not just the moment just before you ejaculate like can i come in your ear you have to have a conversation yeah, about kinks and fetishes before yeah. you are in sex mode yeah because like, that's really surprising yeah. like you would not be expecting that like maybe tits, mm-hmm. face, back, what, But I think bum, a question like that, not in sex, even if it's not intentional, is quite manipulative because you're in a position where you're already being sexual. And yeah. like me not being as verbal when I'm having sex. Like if someone asked me a question like that, I'd be like, yeah. ah, uh, 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 I don't know how to speak English anymore. What? I think I'd be exactly the same. Mm. And if it's like a one night stand or whatever, and you, want, you don't have confidence to really talk to that person, it would have you'd just be like okay well there's and if two- you do sorry if you do want to if you haven't had that conversation before mm. then what you need to do is pause the sex mm-hmm. to have that conversation mm-hmm. and then start again exactly rather than like carrying on fucking and it being sort of like something that is muddled up in yeah. between like have a break and yeah. like the sexual chemistry does not die when you have a break. It really fucking pisses me off when people are like, condoms ruin the moment and you can't like... Oh, they if they, really if they, they ruin don't. the moment that bad, then you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love it when a guy's like like putting on a condom. It's almost like, he's ready to fuck. Yeah. I'm like yeah. so down with that. It's like, and he's being safe. <gasps> How sexy is that? It's sexy. But yeah. the people at the, um, <laughs> at, in Jamaica at the Swingers Resort, mm-hmm. when both of them said, oh yeah, well, I don't know if we should go to the, the playroom because they might not have condoms I was like, oh my god, I'm so wet. I want to go to your room because you've brought condoms. Like, I am down. That's great. Down. There are a couple of like play spaces I've been to before when it's not just condoms. Like, people come with a rucksack and they're yeah. like, I got all my kit. I'm just going to lay it out here. Oh we my can, god. Like, do whatever. Peruse anything that you'd like to try. <laughs> so like, it's, it's so. I think the sex positive community is nerdier than most people yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. would expect. The more you bring, the hotter it is. It's like, I'm prepared. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I know what this shit is. Full suitcase, like yeah. 30, 30 kilograms or Roll like little pounds, how much it is. Like one of those makeup bags that just like flip out. <gasps> out. Oh, so Thank you so much, Ruby, for joining us today. You've Thank been you. incredible. How yeah. can our lovely listeners find you? Mm-hmm. So on Instagram, I am Ruby Rare. And on Twitter, I'm underscore Ruby Rare. I'm trying to give my Twitter a little bit of love, a little bit more love yeah. right now. Yeah, um, especially because Instagram's because Instagram is a scary yeah, place to be right yeah, now. Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah, and I am running an event which is Ruby Rare's Guide to Sex Toys on the 7th of February. It's Exciting. in London. It's in a wonderful queer pub. Uh, and we're going to be talking about how to find toys that are right for your pleasure. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in that, um, I'll give you guys the link to the Eventbrite. But come along. It's going to be really fun. Woo. That sounds so What's good. it called if people want to look it up? It's called Ruby Rare's Guide to Sex Toys. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, my dear i hope you have lovely Thanks. wonderful sex yeah. from now on oh don't worry from I will. forever and ever forever and <laughs> until ever, i'm 85 and, and 100 <laughs> yes. oh and could everyone please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review and rate us five stars because we're amazing <laughs> and so sorry if you if uh instagram has been taken down because it's been taken down and then it came back today and then it got removed so if it's back Fuck hallelujah us. we beat the system yeah we will we'll beat it we'll beat it <laughs> bye bye Bye.